Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What is up, Commanders Nation? What is going on? It's Anthony Armstrong here, Believe in Commander Show. I got my man, Brian Murphy, on the other side of the screen. Brian, what's going on? How are you doing? What's up, AAA? I'm doing well. It is game week. We are finally here. Meaningful football is this week. I can't wait to break it down. we got an awesome show lined up for you. Yes, indeed. I mean, we've got a little bit of everything. You know, we're going to get some uh, kind of all type of commanders updates. Just go, what's going on with the team leading into week one, previewing just a little look at that first game against the Jags and taking a look at the whole overall picks. And we're actually, uh, we got some other things going on at once. We're multitasking right now. That's right. You might hear the ESPN chime in the background. It's not me watching uh, AAA highlights, even though I'd love to be doing that right now. We're, we're doing our uh, Believe it, uh, Fantasy Draft, so we're in the middle of that right now. I think we've got a pretty solid lineup. Start off with Austin Eckler, Stephon Diggs, some, some playmakers there. So we're working on that. A lot of things moving around, and as – you didn't tell you didn't tell me tell me that we had stuff on. You told me Eckler and then we like jumped to Dallas Goddard. Hey, so. hey, li- listen, listen, listen. I- I'm the GM. Let me do my work in the offseason. You're gonna be the coach <laughs> during the season. You you're gonna make it happen with the guys that we got. But Triple A mentioned we got picks coming up, all brought to you by Bet Online. They are uh, bringing us this show here today. It's the fastest way. Don't remember, don't forget uh, that Always remember, don't don't forget that they are the fastest way uh, to wager on all your favorite sports. Obviously, the NFL starting back up, Major League Baseball, NBA, NHL. They have combat sports, even esports and golf, uh, with first to market odds and lines. Bet Online continues to be the top online resource for all your sports information from live in game betting. Props and futures. We told you a couple of our over-unders for for team wins and and for players for the commanders. You can go bet on all that stuff. Head on over to Bet Online today or use your mobile device to join today and make your first sports bet. Use our promo code BELIEVE50, B-L-E-A-V-5-0, to receive your 50% welcome on your first deposit. Bet Online, where the game starts. And where the game starts for the commanders is at FedEx Field on Sunday when they take on the Jacksonville Jaguars, we're going to get into all of that. Like uh, AAA said, we got some good news for, for the commanders and, and some all kinds of stuff all over the place. Um, where are we starting at, uh, Anthony? Well, let's just jump out with touching on just some different commanders news and updates. I mean, there's been a lot going in uh, just really today. I mean, you obviously one of the biggest you know updates, one of the biggest bits of news is Brian Robinson was – made a made an appearance in the building without crutches he was moving mm-hmm. pretty well so uh, it was good to see reports of that yeah absolutely it seems like maybe those four games could be enough and then we maybe see him out there for that fifth game I think that's against uh the Titans so that that is great news and I you know from what I saw he wasn't walking with a limp which is huge and it's just crazy the roller coaster that guy has been on thank god that he is okay and it's just Amazing that we're talking about him potentially playing football in about a month or so. So great news there. Also in the building, Ryan Kerrigan, Mr. Sack Master himself, the leading sack getter in Commanders, Redskins, Washington football team history, was named assistant defensive line coach. Uh, I think that was over the weekend. What huge news and what an honor for one of the team's best. You know, that's that's he's had a... 
hell of a weekend, right? He's had a hell of a weekend, gets yeah. on the 90, 90 greatest players list, um, and now he gets a new job. So um, congrats to Ryan Kerrigan all around. But it's, it's big to get a, a former player in the building. Um, one of the things that uh, it always would it makes you feel old is whenever you know, guys, they, they give you the title of unk, uncle. You know? <laughs> um, and so you realize and folks call you old guy, old head, unk. And then you start to look at the the uh, the depth chart, and you're like, these dudes are literally ten and twelve years younger than me. Um, <laughs> you know, maybe, maybe just maybe, uh, I am I am a little old, but that's okay. That's okay. Uh, but he he's going to be able to come with a lot of a lot of on field experience. Obviously, with uh, you know the head D line coach now uh, Zaginga was Jeff Zaginina. Zaginina. There you close. go. I, I, Not I, bad. I said every consonant in his name. <laughs> Um, I made sure it all got pronounced, but um, with Scanina out there and with Ryan Kerrigan, you're going to get so many years of actually on-field playing experience. Um, that could be huge for the development of, you know, Federian Mathis, uh, the, the rest of that D-line. Like, you should see this group probably elevate their play leading into the season. Yeah, I'm really excited to see what he can do with the studs that are on that defensive line. Deron Payne, John Allen, as our next pick comes up here in just a second. Um, but yeah, I'm really excited to see what he does with those younger guys, those guys that are still kind of finding their way. James Smith-Williams, F.A. Obata, some of those uh, fringe guys, you know, those backup guys. And who better to teach you how to do something than a guy that's been in the league 18 years like Scanina and what was it, 10 years, 12 years for Ryan Kerrigan? That, that's that's pretty big stuff, and and I'm I'm really excited to see what he can bring. Um, I'm I'm just so glad that he's you know back with the organization. That one terrible year he was with Philly, we can put that all out of our minds because now he's back with the good guys. And I just he seems like a great dude, and I'm just glad that he's back around the team. So that's that's a positive in and of itself. Yes, indeed. Uh, uh, I was going to say another positive. Uh, you talk about a guy like Ryan Kerrigan, a leader on the team. Uh, the captains. That's uh, right. The captains yeah, got released today, so you got to see. Uh, let's see the offensive captains. Twenty twenty two offensive captains. Uh, I love how they just got them by first name: Carson, yep. Terry, Logan, and Charles. Okay, so you got Charles Leno, Logan Thomas, Terry McLaurin, and Carson Wentz are your offensive captains. And on defense, you've got Jonathan, Cole, Kendall, and Tress. Um, well, I guess that would be special teams. Right. So, uh, Tress Way, uh, Kendall Fuller, Cole Holcomb right there in the middle, and Jonathan Allen uh, once again wearing that C on his chest. They also had some alternates. Chase Young is an alternate. Jeremy Reeves is a special teams alternate. And J.D. McKissick is your offensive alternate. What do you think about that? I, I like it. That's a lot of guys. What is that? With the alternates, 11 total. Uh, my question is, are all eight of those guys going to go out for the coin toss? Because I would love to see that. I'd love just to just see a whole you know, starting 11 go out there for the coin toss. Oh, gosh. <laughs> it, I mean, it would take so long to do the high fives and That's handshakes. Right. They'd just be like, you know what? Don't worry about it. Yeah. Let's just get out of here. Let's just no, get out of here. But I think a lot of them made sense. I love that um, uh, Carson Wentz has earned the respect of his teammates. It seems like the quarterback a lot of times is a shoe-in for that. But, you know, I don't think it's a given. But I think that he's won over some of his his teammates, especially in this, this offseason. I think that's huge. And, you know, kudos to him for doing that. That's got to be tough on your third team in three years. Um, but – He's got a chance to go uh, make a name for himself and, and turn things around. So I'm just excited that he's a captain. 
Also, Charles Leno, uh, first timer, and I believe Cole Holcomb would be the other. Uh, Cole Holcomb and Kendall uh, Fuller, also first timers there. So some some veteran guys on the captain squad and and some new guys. I I, I love the mix that they have there, and uh, it seems like they're they're all pretty much no brainers. Yeah, yeah. And Kendall Fuller, he's been having a hell of a, a hell of a summer. Hell of a preseason just seems like he was always locking down receivers in camp. Um, so he's he's earned that right to get on that list. And and Cole Holcomb, I mean, he holds it down for that linebacking mm-hmm. crew. Uh, so much congrats to those guys it, right there. It, it seems like, you know, Cole Holcomb is one of those guys that's going to be out there for 95% of the snaps. And so it makes sense that he's going to be the guy out there. He's probably your green dot, the guy that's calling the plays on defense. So uh, he really has taken a step. He seemed like a – a fringe kind of role player, and now he's kind of one of the unsung leaders and now a captain of the defense. So it's really cool to see, and um, I think all these guys are, are great choices. And even the alternates, Chase Young, you know, it seems like he's been around the team, even though he's rehabbing his injury, even though he hasn't been out there fully, he's been around the team. He seems like a vocal leader, and we've seen that a couple of, of years in already to his career. So that that's cool to see. J.D. McKissick almost was gone in the offseason, stolen back from the Buffalo Bills, um, and he's invaluable to this offense. He's not just a third down back. He's a Mr. Do-Everything. And Jeremy Reeves, what a story. Kind of just, you know, uh, not making the team a a couple of times, being cut, practice squad, all the stuff that he's gone through and that he's an alternate as well. You almost consider those guys captains in and of themselves. So really love that, and uh, it's always cool to to see who the – who the who their peers pick? You know, this isn't yeah. like a coach's thing. It's it's the peers. Is, am I right in saying that? Generally, yeah, you're going to see you know your players that are going to get out there and co- uh, coach. They're going to vote, you know, for who they want to be on who who they want to be the captains. Um, and and I can say there, you you do have to give Carson Wentz some love for earning that captain's that seat. He's earning that mm-hmm. patch. Um, I, I feel I feel like there was a story, and I don't remember who it was, but where the quarterback didn't have that C on it and people were trying to make a big deal about it. I don't think it's a problem that if you don't have the C, uh, but it, it can be an internal issue if you give somebody a, a captain's patch, but people don't really look at him as a captain. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it's it's something it's kind of an internal thing. I can't. It's hard to really explain it into words. But you you just know when you're like it's kind of like if your kid gets a participation trophy. <laughs> And you're mm-hmm. like, and they're like, look, dad, I won. And you're like, dude, I carried you across the finish line. Like, <laughs> like, like, no, you didn't win. But, he, but it's like, we're going to give it to him anyways, because we want to be behind him. And we show, look, I think he earned it, you know, mm-hmm. from him, you know, coordinating the passing uh, camps out there in California, uh, reaching out to Terry McLaurin while he was away from the team, trying to make sure, and he was and he was fighting for him to you know to get his deal and make as much money as possible. So he didn't have to do any of those things. He came in and and was definitely uh, making it a point to show that he wants to be a part of this team. He wants to be a leader and he wants to help take this team to the next level. Um, and so kudos to him for that. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, pr- pretty cool stuff. We'll see how many of those eight guys are out there for the coin toss. I really am kind of intrigued by that. So someone let me know if you're at the game, how many of those guys go out there. Hey man, um, you think about it, they'll have as many combinations of captains as they can with jerseys. So that's going to be kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, that is pretty cool. Yeah, all all different combinations. But that, yeah. that's neither here nor there. Let's keep it moving forward. Let's take yeah. a look. 
just with what is coming up on Sunday uh, at FedEx Field, 1 o'clock Eastern, the Jacksonville Jaguars are visiting. That's right. Trevor Lawrence, everybody knows him from Clemson, uh, a new coach for the Jaguars, and Doug Peterson, a guy that you know Washington fans are all too familiar with from his time uh, in Philadelphia. Uh, Jaguars were, what, 3-14 and 14 last year? Not very good. They finished uh, worse in the league, so that was good enough or bad enough for the first overall pick in Trayvon Walker, who the offense will have to deal with. Uh, they're a young team. They seem like, uh, you know, they're still putting some things together, but you can't take them lightly. Um, it's, it's, it should be a good one. I, I think that, you know, the looking at what the Jaguars did on the outside, it looks like they spent a lot of their draft capital on defense. I was looking through and five of their seven draft picks were defenders. Uh, they got Trayvon Walker in the first round. They also got Devin Lloyd, the linebacker out of Utah in the first round. So it looked like they went draft defense and in the off season with their free agency, they picked up a bunch of guys um, to help Trevor Lawrence. They got Christian, Christian Kirk, Kirk, yeah, Evan Ingram. Yeah. 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 Christian Kirk, a questionable maybe uh, deal there paid like a number one receiver, even though he probably never really been that guy, at least he wasn't in Arizona. So they, they loaded up in free agency with some offensive players. So it seems like a totally different team. You know, you want to say that they're they're a bad team, they're a three and fourteen team, but they've added some pieces, and they're definitely gonna you know put the Commanders to the test on Sunday. Absolutely, and you know the Commanders have some history with Evan Ingram. You know, he was a former Giant, so uh, that'll be a reunion there, a little reunion between Carson Wentz and Doug Peterson. You know, those those two guys yeah. spend a little time together in Philly, so they get to get that out of the way early. Um, but ultimately, you know, I think it's a matchup that Washington should be able to win. They should be able to come in, and if they can jump on the team early, jump on Jacksonville early, and just continue to apply that pressure, I think they're going to be able to win this game uh, going away. Don't, don't see it necessarily being a blowout, but I think they can handle this team. You know, you, you're looking at a young quarterback um, that's going to go up against a very hungry defense that's trying to uh, regain, you know, uh, to that level that they were a couple of years past. They want to get back up there. And this is a great opportunity to do it. It's going to be great weather. You're going to be in front of your home crowd. You got a whole new fight song, whole new uniform, whole new everything. What better way to command the district than get a win and start out uh, on fire against Jacksonville? Yeah, it's it's a new era, and you got to think that that Washington realizes that and knows that they've got to get off to a strong start. And so I, I'm thinking the same way. I don't think they're running away by any means, but I think that they should be able to get after Trevor Lawrence. He's got, uh, you know, I think he led the league in uh, in interceptions last year as a rookie. Uh, you know, a young quarterback is prone to mistakes. They just got to stay true to those rushing lanes. We know that they get undisciplined a little bit. We saw Patrick Mahomes make a couple of plays because guys got upfield. I know Patrick Mahomes is a different story, but Trevor Lawrence can move a little bit, so they can't take that for granted. Um, but, yeah, you got to treat this team. You got to take them seriously, but you also got to know that you're better than this team. I think that uh, you know, you're better on paper. I think you were better last year. Um, so yeah, this is, this is a good test and this is, this is a good start for the commander's era. And if they can get that place bumping and rolling in week one, which I, I think that they, they have the chance to do, um, then that sets you up, for, you know, sets a good tone for a season. I, I feel like you don't want to make week one, uh, a must win, but you gotta, 
you got to show a little something to me. I, I feel like you got us. You got to set the tone and make a statement here in week one. So let me know this. To make a statement. Let me know who we who do we pick. All right. So we got uh, we got we're down to our defense and, and kickers. So who are we thinking? Uh, Harrison Butker for the the Chiefs. Okay. What, uh, or Colts, Steelers, and Dolphins are the best remaining defenses. Uh, ooh. Steelers get a lot of sacks, right? Maybe. Yeah, and then their the the their division isn't too crazy. Yeah, so maybe the yeah maybe that maybe the Steelers. I feel like I kind of like to lean to the Steelers. Yeah, uh, okay. When it comes down to defenses, but let's get back to that Sunday game. Right. Um, I will say if I'm looking at one unit to really determine what's going to help uh, lead Washington to victory, who needs to actually show up the most. I'm going to say it is. I'm going to go back to that defensive side. I'm going to go back to that defensive unit. And the reason is, uh, once again, you have that young team, you have that young quarterback. The best thing that you can do is to jump on them early, get some sacks, find a way to get the turnovers. And if you can have a little Ryan Kerrigan juju, get get a you know a sack fumble, take that sucker to the end zone, you know, interception put in the end zone, you can really get the momentum going for you and stay on the right side. It's hard, it's really hard to overcome a lot of pressure. Uh, So I I would say that this defense, uh, the defensive line for sure, would really need to start this thing out on fire. Uh, to make a big difference. Yeah, I agree. And you're going up against a guy that you know, Brandon Sheriff signed with Jacksonville in the offseason. So uh, it feel kind of good to get past that guy and and get a sack for for the home team. So that'll be an interesting matchup to watch those defensive linemen against Brandon Sheriff. Uh, I'm going to go specifically, you know, kind of piggybacking off what you said. I'm going to go specifically, though, to the secondary. I think uh, it's time for Kendall Fuller to take that leap. It seems like his teammates think he's ready to by naming him a captain. William Jackson had an up-and-down season last year. Can they make some plays, make some turnovers off a guy, a young quarterback that is prone to mistakes so far um, in his career? I think Trevor Lawrence is going to be pretty good, but he's still a young guy. He's still getting a feel for the league. Go pick him off a couple of times and make him uneasy. Um, we'll see, though, speaking of the secondary, Cam Curl was not at practice today on, on Wednesday. We're, we're filming this on Wednesday. Um, he was seeing a doctor. We know that he was in a sling, maybe a cast. What are your thoughts on him playing and potentially what that looks like if he doesn't play? Because it sounds like it's real iffy here midway through the week. Uh, the good thing is that, you know, He's on defense. I think we spoke on this before. He's on defense, so he won't necessarily need to his hand uh, like to catch passes like a receiver would. So you know, if if he is to play, you could wrap it up. You know, put a club on that thing, uh, mm-hmm. and he'll just be out there. You know, with a big Q-tip on his hand. Uh, <laughs> but uh, on the flip side, it's early in the year. It's early in the season. You do have some good depth at the safety position. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you believe in those guys, uh, I think that you could let them roll and say, hey, Cam, let's go ahead and let you sit out this week and not even have to worry about it. Um, because week one to me is it's kind of hard to, to see w- w- what you have because people are still – some teams are still trying to figure it out. And I, I don't think it, it's very helpful to the defense to try to – wait and see if Cam is going to play. Hey, if he's not going to play, let's just go ahead and set him out for the week. And mm-hmm. then at practice, 
throw in the people that you do anticipate being there on Sunday so that they can be on the same page. Uh, I would hate for Cam uh, Curl to practice, you know, all throughout the week and then be a, a scratch right at that last 90, 90 minute mark. Um, and it usually comes down to situations where you have a player who didn't get as many reps during the week, who is showing up in a big time situation. Yeah. And they're like, I do not know what I'm doing right now. Uh, Cam got all those reps um, and those things happen. And, you know, I say, let's play a little bit safe. Go ahead and set him out. You know, obviously, Ryan, you don't have to tell nobody, but I say, hey, set him out a little bit and and then you can make it could be a week. He can miss a week. It's not a problem. Yeah, absolutely. I think he's a guy that's going to have a big season. And, uh, you know, as as much as you want a guy out there for all 17 games, that's not always the case. So I'm okay with letting him sit and letting your your uh, backup captain, Jeremy Reeves, get in there and make some plays in, in week one. Um, real quick, uh, if you had to pick an unsung hero for the commanders, who would you go with? Who makes an impact that we haven't been talking about? We know Terry McLaurin's going to be out there. We know Carson Wentz is going to be out there. Antonio Gibson, you know, Jonathan Allen, all those big studs. But who is a guy that is an unsung hero for you that – maybe makes a game-changing play or makes a play that really tilts us in the favor of the commanders? Man, that is a – that's one hell of a question. Can, can, right I give you, can I give you mine as you think? Yeah, absolutely. I, Go I, ahead. I, I, I tweeted this out uh, a couple days ago. I can't remember what day it is now, uh, but, uh, you know, a few days back, I had a dream, a literal dream. This shows you how much I'm ready for football, but I was dreaming about my – my team uh, already playing in week one, going up against the Jaguars, week one FedEx field. It's already happened in my dreams. And Jamin Davis had a game ceiling interception. So I, I hope that that is the case. I hope he picks off Trevor Lawrence to seal the game. But I could totally see him making a play in the backfield. We know he's athletic. We know that you know there's been some questions about is he legit? It, did he warrant that first round pick? So Jamin Davis makes a big play in week one. Uh, maybe it's a pick. Maybe it's a play in the backfield. But I think 52 is out there kind of flying around, making a name for himself, and that he is our unsung hero for the commanders come week one. I like that, man. If I, would, if I had enough space to stand up, I would. <laughs> i give that man a round of applause. I mean, shoot, Jamin Davis. That's a great. That's a great call because obviously, like you said, everything everybody's been kind of questioning: is he, mm-hmm. is he that guy or not? Right. Um, and there's no better way to get the confidence on your side than making a big play in the game. And that's going to come down to film study. Like, has he has he really been absorbing the game like that? Has he really been paying attention to the schemes and what do you see from these? Uh, you know, these NFL quarterbacks, and NFL offenses. So I like that pick. I'm going to go to the offensive side. Okay. Um, I'm gonna Shocking go to the that the receiver side. goes to the offensive yeah, side. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm going to try to stay out of the receiver. Room. Okay. Um, I feel that uh, I got two, I got two choices. I want to either I'm a going to that tight end room, but I don't know who's going to be there. Uh, I'm going to go with Antonio Gibson. Okay. I'm going to go with Antonio Gibson. Very similar reasons, you know, as to Jamin Davis. And, you know, uh, we know the recent struggles. Right. Hey, you know what? Hey, now it's like, look, unfortunate situation with Brian Robinson, obviously. But, hey, now, look, now you get to go back in. You're going to be the starting Duke. So go out there and go play your ball. Play ball. You can play relaxed. Uh, I, I look forward to him to having a lot of success this game. I mean, I, shoot, Jacksonville, they made some additions on, on defense, but – 
you know, I think Washington's going to be able to make some plays. I think uh, Antonio Gibson's going to be a little bit of a matchup problem for some of those linebackers. And so Antonio Gibson, that'll be my unsung hero. I like it. And hey, you, you fumbled in preseason. You know what preseason does? It doesn't matter. So, you know, go out there and make a play in week one when it does matter. I'm with you. I would love to see Antonio Gibson, you know, kind of not silence the haters. I think that's a little too strong, but just quiet some nerves, you know, calm some nerves down. I think that yeah. both Gibson and Davis for similar reasons can do that on Sunday. So yeah. um, I, I think we both like the commanders. Maybe we're being kind of homebodies there. Maybe we're being too bullish on the team that we cover, but why don't we look at the rest of the slate for week one and, and go over our picks. We told you each week we're going to make our picks thanks to Bet Online. We're so grateful for them uh, bringing you the show. So we, we laid out all the picks here. Uh, we've got all the spreads, and uh, now AAA and I are going to give you some uh, some winnings here. We're going to go down these these picks and, and see what we think about each of these games. Um, yeah, let's see here. I'm all right, cool. I'm over here getting wearing my producer hat. You know, I'm wearing my producer hat, and I'm I getting love it. little graphics going. So if you're watching on the show, uh, if you're watching the video, I appreciate you because that's like some live production work. I'm gonna do this. I have a note card. Um, the gentleman sent me a. He wanted me to sign a note card. And I'm like, well, I'm not gonna sign a note card. I'll, okay. I'll sign you a card. I'll sign you a card card, but not a note card. So what I'm gonna do, I'm just gonna write these things down. I'm gonna keep tally of our picks. I like it. Let's I see like what it. We got, right. So uh let's see. B for Brian That's and then A for Anthony. There that we go. Makes sense. I love right. it. Let's just work our way down from the top. We'll go all pretty right. quickly, it, all right? Yeah, it is NFL Eve. We are filming this on Wednesday, like I said. So you might hear this on Thursday. We're all getting ready for the NFL to be back. The Bills are a two-point favorite at the Rams, the defending Super Bowl champs. Triple A, who you got in that one? I'm taking the Rams. You know, Sean McVay is going to have his team prepared. And that's a long-ass flight from Buffalo that's to right. L.A. I'm going with the Rams. I find it surprising that the Rams are not favored in this game. So I think they're going to take that disrespect and they're going to they're going to beat the Bills. I also think that this could be a Super Bowl preview. So I, I like this matchup to start the season and it could very well be the matchup that ends the season as well. But I'm going to take the Rams and the defending champs. They cover that that two points and they win it outright. Yeah, absolutely. We, we, we already talked about the Jags and commanders. We both got the commanders. Is that right? Yeah, I'm going I'm going with commanders there. Two and a half point favorites at home. Uh, then we we move to the team in Baltimore, kind of stay in the DMV, although they're traveling to New York. It's the Joe Flacco Bowl. Joe Flacco named as the starter for the Jets. Ravens a seven point favorite going into the Jets. What are you thinking there? Oh, um, that seven points hefty. It is hefty. It is hefty. Um, but I think I'm. I think I'm going to still take that. I'm going to take. That. I'm going to go with the Ravens. I agree. I say it's hefty, knowing that I'm going to take it the whole way. Lamar Jackson. I think he's out to prove ev to everybody that he's legit, and he needs a big deal, and he needs it soon. Um, yeah. So give give me the Ravens there. Uh, then we move to to my neck of the woods, the Saints, the hated Saints here in Atlanta, going to the Falcons. The Saints are a five and a half point favorite going into Mercedes Benz Stadium. What are you thinking there, Saints and Falcons? Uh, I think the Falcons can cover that. 
think the Falcons can cover that. Um, so for the sake of the spread, I think the Falcons would cover, but I think the Saints would win. Okay. So, okay. Um, so for you folks, if you don't know, that would be your money line. That's the one I right. think just picking who's going to win. Um, but then the spread, the, the, the minus is the favorite. So I think that the Falcons will lose this game, but they will lose it by less than five and a half. We did it. We did it. We did videos for teams that we thought were going to be a surprise team. And I said the Saints. I think if Jameis Winston can come back healthy with some of the weapons that he has, Chris Olave, Michael Thomas making a return at some point. I really like the Saints as as bad as that is to say here in Atlanta. I'm going to take the Saints and I think they cover that five and a half. The Falcons are not a mess, but they, they've got some holes. And I think that the Saints win here in Atlanta. Patriots at Dolphins. Speaking of those videos, I think you picked the Dolphins as a surprise team. They're a three-point favorite against the Patriots. I mean, when was the last time they were favored against the Patriots? That seems like it's been a long time. I think I like the Dolphins here at home to start the season. You know, I, I do too. And and that's I, I'm a fan of Mike McDaniel. But Me too, I, I, yeah. I think that, you know, that's just the, the enough Latin spice that you need in South Beach to start that year off right. Beat, beat the, the, the hated Patriots. Um, you know, I think they'll have success. I'm going to go with the Dolphins as well. All right. Another revenge game. The Browns going to the Panthers. It's the Baker Mayfield Brigade Bowl. Uh, I think that a motivated Baker Mayfield is going to beat Jacoby Brissett. Um, I, I think an unmotivated uh, Baker Mayfield is a little bit better than Jacoby Brissett. No, no offense to him, but um, I, I think that the Panthers uh, cover that one-point spread and they win at home. I'd argue that. I'd argue that. I think okay. Jacoby Brissett. I think Jacoby Brissett's a solid quarterback. Um, you know, he's he's a solid quarterback all around. Pretty probably pretty consistent. I think he'll be consistent enough. He'll be more consistent than Baker Mayfield, who'll probably throw an interception or two uh, okay. to one of his former teammates. So I will take the Browns. I think that's one of the ones that we kind of separate on. So I'm gonna go with the Browns on that one. You are taking the Panthers. That's right. All right. Then the the Darling Bengals, the AFC representatives in the Super Bowl last year, were right there. We're leading in the fourth quarter. They host the Steelers. They're six-and-a-half-point favorite. Looks like Mitchell Trubisky is going to be the quarterback to start the season for the Steelers. Um, what are you thinking about that game in Cincinnati? Bengals a six-and-a-half-point favorite. I don't really trust Mitchell Trubisky. Um I'm, I'm shaking my head in, in agreement, uh, Bengals, if you can't see. The Bengals are a good team, man. Bengals are a good team. I'm going with the Bengals. I think yeah, that's an easy one. Pretty easy for me, too. Uh, next up, the 49ers, a seven-point favorite going on the road to face the Bears. Uh, looks like it'll be Trey Lance versus Justin Fields. Two uh, quarterbacks with some tremendous upside. I'm, ex- I'm low-key excited for that game. As much as I don't know that the Bears are going to do a whole lot, Um Seven points though, Whew, in the windy yeah. city. Yeah. I think I'm. I think I'm going to take the Bears there. Uh, you know, I think they cover that spread, but the 49ers still win, maybe by a field goal or so. Yeah, I, I, I'm in agreement on that one. And, and shoot, these lines could change. You know, no, right? They could change. So the good thing about that, folks, is that if you make the bet when it's at you know 49ers minus seven and it changes, that's all right. Um, you know, you're on for that certain amount. But so I, I'm I'm in agreement with you on that one. Just don't know what you're going to get out of that 49ers team with Trey Lance. I mean, it's his first time, um, and it could be tough. So yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna cover. I'm gonna go with you on that one. I think I think 49ers win. Bears to cover. 
All right, so then the Eagles go to the Lions. The Eagles are a four-point favorite going to Detroit. This should be a game that Commanders fans kind of take a peek at because the Commanders are facing the Lions in week two, the Eagles in week three. It's a nice little preview of what your next couple of weeks look like. Uh, and this one, as much as the Lions seem to be kind of a dark, dark, dark horse because maybe because they're on hard knocks and people are kind of falling in love with Dan Campbell, I think the Eagles are legit. And I think they win this one pretty easily. Yeah, I'm with you on that one. That's one of those games that'll um, probably get uh, turned off early. An assumption, an assumption. I mean, I like Dan Campbell, but I think the Eagles, they, they made some great additions. So I'm going Eagles as well. All right. Then we got the Colts, a new quarterback. Obviously, Carson Wentz now in D.C. So they bring in Matt Ryan. They're a seven-point favorite going to the Texans. What do we think about that AFC South matchup? Um, seven seems a little hefty, but I do think that it'll end up being the Colts. I think they'll cover. Uh, I do too. I'm going to take the Colts on the road as well. A lot of, uh, road favorites, like heavy road favorites by six and seven here, at least on a Wednesday afternoon, like Anthony said, this could change. So lock them in, get to bed online as soon as possible and, and get some of these in. Uh, but then we go to the chiefs going on the road to the Cardinals. I feel like that could be a sneaky upset there. If the Cardinals put everything together, that being said, I like Mahomes and the chiefs to go on the road and start the season strong. Yeah, I'm, I'm going with the Chiefs. I mean, no DeAndre Hopkins. Um, you know, on the road is tough, but I still think the Chiefs are just they're, – they're really good. Mm-hmm. They're really good, and, and they're going to go ahead and cover this one. And then an NFC North matchup to start the season. Aaron Rodgers, a one-point favorite going to Minnesota to face Kirk Cousins. I think I like the Packers. However, I could totally see this game being a Kirk Cousins specialty where he just – lights it up for 300 yards and three touchdowns and somehow beats the Packers. Uh, But I'm going to go with the safer betting that Aaron Rodgers is going to own the NFC North. So I'm going with the Packers. Man, I tell you, yeah, you don't bet against that guy. No. The deck deck has been not stacked, but it's like depleted, and he still reigns to the top. So uh, going with GB there, Garrett Green Bay is going to get this one. The, the Titans in Nashville, five-and-a-half-point favorite against the hated New York Giants. Uh, Giants, I think they have a couple of pieces, but I don't know if they'll be able to put it together this year. I feel like the Titans roll in that one, and that's probably, you know, if I'm doing a survivor pool, I think the Titans might be my survivor pick, a little added bonus in there, but I think that they cover that five-and-a-half pretty easily. That's pretty, that, that's pretty straightforward. I, I think that's what it's going to be. Get up early and keep handing it off to Derrick Henry. So that's Tennessee – for both of us on that one. Two games left now, two games. That's right. A couple of uh, a couple of good ones to finish out the weekend for a couple of different reasons. The Buccaneers and Cowboys, I'm pretty sure they opened the season last year together on Thursday night. Now the Bucan yeah, the Buccaneers go to Dallas as a two and a half point favorite. I this is an interesting one. I want to hear what you think about this one first. I, I've got maybe a uh maybe a different outlook. Uh we'll see. Well, you know, shoot. The one thing is kind of like with Aaron Rodgers, it's, it's hard to bet against Tom Brady. And I know he's aging, um, but we've been saying that for 10 years, I think. Right. So um, it's a tough one. Uh, first game at home, I'm, I'm still going to go with. Uh, 
Okay, sorry, that's too much dead air. I'm gonna go. I'm I gonna, thought you froze for a second. No, I was like, oh I no, didn't. wow. I did freeze. Like my 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 mind is saying <laughs> pick pick Tampa Bay, but then some tells me that you just get may get one of those early season mm-hmm. Cowboys that come out and just get going. Um, but honestly, I'm gonna stick with the Buccaneers. No, Tyron Smith is a big problem. We don't know what they're gonna look like, so I'm gonna go Bucks. I I agree with a lot of what you said. Uh, However, I think that Tom Brady being off for two weeks, whatever the reason, whether it was a reality show or a mass singer, whatever it was, family issues, I think that that's going to take him a second, maybe a couple of games to get in a rhythm. I think the Cowboys steal this one as much as I hate to say it. Um, I think they're kind of hearing that they don't have anything left, that they traded uh, Amari Cooper, that they – um, you know, Tyron Smith, their season's over. Ezekiel Elliott can't run anymore. I think the Cowboys kind of have a prove it, you know, statement game in week one. And I think that they kind of shock the Buccaneers and, and win that one in Jerry world. Yeah. Especially I, I would think that their, uh, their odds of winning the division had dropped whenever that injury happened. Yeah. So that's one thing to consider last game, little revenge matchup the yeah. NFL. They have been setting up these matchups. They set up the ones that are the running back Super Bowls, and then they get like former players to go against their, uh, form their previous teams. Russell, uh, Wilson makes his return to Seattle as uh, a Bronco, face, as a Bronco to face Pete Carroll and the Seahawks. Well, Pete Carroll will be on the sidelines, but yeah. What do you I, I think? Th- I think as half points for uh, uh, Denver. I think as much as Seattle is still going to have a home field advantage, I still have to go with Russell Wilson over Geno Smith. Uh, I think that that he will be coming back to prove that he is still the real deal. Um, you know, if it was amicable or not, however. However it happened, it ended, and he's back to show off his his new toys. I think the Broncos uh, win this one pretty handedly. I think that's an easy, easy bet. Um, the six and a half, it may scare you off, but I I think it's Russell. Yeah. Um, he's he's a guy that just always just had the ability to win games. I wanted him to be in Washington when he got drafted. Um, mm-hmm. So he just always finds a way to win. I don't think that that's going to change today. So thanks for those picks. I got those all written down. I'll track them as we go. We'll probably update them throughout the season, guys. Uh, but once again, guys, make your way over to Bet Online. Use our code Believe Five Zero. That will get you a little discount there, okay? Everybody yeah. wants a little discount, save a little money. So, uh, Brian, it was fun. I enjoyed right. you. I enjoyed this. Football is back. That's right. We're going to hope, hopefully, we're going to be talking about a win on Sunday. Uh, either way, you know, obviously, that's what we're hoping for. But either way, football is back uh, Thursday night, Sunday night, Monday night. It is here. It is the regular season, and we are just getting started on our coverage. Thank you guys for joining us. Hope you were able to listen and watch and both and all that. Uh, Check us out on socials. We'll post our picks and and stuff throughout the year as well. All right, folks. Y'all have a good one. Stay strong, and I'll holler at you later. Be good. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.